0: Hey, this is Trip from TripAdvice.com, and you're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. A big welcome to you! This episode is sponsored by Flexbelt at Flexbelt.com/trip, where you can get 25% off on your Flexbelt. And this guy, you wrap around your waist, and it sends those signals to your abdomen, your abs, and your oblique muscles, so you can tighten and firm. Your abs. And the cool part about it is you can do it from the comfort of your own home. You can do it while you listen to this podcast and it's gonna help you tighten your stomach. Of course, I do warn you that it's not really gonna work that well if you eat like crap and you're not staying healthy. But with a really good diet, with great exercise, the Flex Belt can do awesome stuff for your stomach. Again, that's flexbelt.com slash trip for 25% off now today we have a very special guest her name is Francoise Buffal and you might have recognized that name from a couple of YouTube videos that we have done in the past one how to hug a girl and the other one how to get a girl to chase you which uh, we'll be talking about those videos on the interview itself now this interview we we touch on a lot of topics as you've probably seen if, if maybe you haven't seen but you can look her up Francoise Buffal and uh, she's a very pretty girl and i wanted to have her on the podcast so we can kind of look into the mind of a girl who is very attractive you know what's it like to be hit on all the time what's it like to friend zone guys why does she friend zone guys and you know she is one of those women who can speak very honestly about that and that's why we're having her on the show and she's a good representation of a lot of women out there who feel the way she does when guys try and hit on her, and what they're doing wrong, and we also talk about this really cool thing called the X factor, this kind of special thing that really creates a uh, spark, or I should say, chemistry in a relationship. And she talks a little bit about that. Uh, a great interview. We dive really deep. So check it out. Coming up in just a few minutes. Now, before we get into the interview, I want to tell you about a free gift that you can get at TripAdvice.com/podcast-gift. Again, tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift and that is a video of one of my students doing an approach on two beautiful women and getting their number and I break it down for you in terms of what he's doing right and what he's doing wrong so you can learn how to attract women during the day and how to do an approach. And It's a really cool hidden camera video that uh, will teach you so much. It's jam packed with really practical stuff that you can use today when you go and talk to. The next girl that you see that you want to talk to that you like, check it out slash podcast dash gift. And uh, if you have any questions, a lot of guys have questions. They want to get their own questions answered about their own situation, maybe with a girl or with dating. Go ahead and uh, you can do two things call in 323 432 0025. Leave a message, leave a voicemail. We'll answer your question. Email me trip at tripadvice.com. With this subject line podcast question and we'll answer that as well. So lots of options for you to get help. Uh, coming up here right now, we got Francoise on the line, an amazing interview. I suggest you listen to the end because we cover a lot of really great topics to help you attract and talk to girls. Here it is. Hey Francoise, how you doing?
1: Hello, Trip. How are ya? Oh,
0: I'm good. I'm good. So If you don't already know, Francoise has been, excuse my little cracked voice there, Francoise has been on two videos on our YouTube channel, How to Hug a Girl and How Mm -hmm. to Get a Girl to Chase You.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Remember those?
1: I do remember those and I still get people asking me about them. Like who? Made an impression. What people I work with and um, friends of mine have been watching them and asking where they could find the videos and stuff. So... And actually, a couple of friends who have been going on dates recently, a couple of guy friends have been like, hey, where's that video about how to hug this chick? Because I need to figure out what's the best way to do it because they were either just meeting her or they were, um, you know, wanting to make a good impression. So it's been helpful, kid.
0: This is so funny. This is like the aftermath of this hugging video. Now, like our guys who have seen the video, who you meet up with, are they hugging you different? You said yeah, something like they're yeah. hugging you different or what's going on? Yeah,
1: it's so funny. Actually, when it first came out, I noticed that all my guy friends were like slightly different towards me, um, in terms of like the way that they would greet me. Um, yeah. a couple of them kind of stayed away from any hug altogether. I think Ooh. they were like a little bit nervous to even attempt it. Um, and then a couple of them, you know, tried, tried a kind of one arm, hug, and then kind of got the confidence to swing the other one around. Oh, look at Um, that. Yeah, I know. Uh, So, you know, it was a bit awkward, but but they're all over it now. I think it was just when it first came out, which was quite funny. But uh, now it's it's good. Now we just fist pump.
0: That's hilarious. Okay, so (laughs) a a little more background on guys who are like, what the hell is going on right now? So, again, she was a guest on two YouTube videos that we did. And one of them was How to Hug a Girl, where I, I used her as an example of how to hug a girl, right? So I showed all these different ways, these bad ways of how to do it. Uh, one of them being the one arm hug, which I said, don't do right. You want to use two arms and now it looks like these guys are (laughs) swinging the other arm around.
1: I know, but it's like a little bit nerve. I think it's tiny little bit nerve wracking when someone's just done something with a professional to, um, you know, show the world how to give a correct hug and then you know, they're, they're trying to come over to me and give me it, and they're just a little bit nervous. So the one-arm thing's not good. Always two arms, guys.
0: Yes, exactly. That's the key. And then we did another video, like I said, called How to Get a Girl to Chase You, where Francoise just had the floor. So it was just all her, you know, giving advice on exactly that, on how to get a girl to chase you. So <laughs> and the, the reception on that was huge. And <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really get – I mean, I've had models on before – And just, it's never, never really blows up like this one did. I got a lot of guys who are like, oh my God, this is great advice. You know, she's hot. This is great. This is awesome. More, more, more. So I was like, all right, got to bring Francoise back for an actual podcast to get, to get more information and, and, uh, and get, you know, her thoughts on dating and things like that. So that's why we're here today.
1: Yeah. And that video was really giving away some of the little secrets that us women have.
0: It was I giving know. away
1: some secrets and not every guy that I've spoken to who's seen the video actually agreed. Funnily enough, the guy that I, I'm like kind of dating, he didn't agree with any of it. Like he was like, no, if I did that, you wouldn't speak to me if I did that. But really I, I I would, you know, he's just trying to be nice.
0: You know what I think? I think that when it comes to a lot of dating advice, I think men and women both, they might hear something uh, in terms of like how to get themselves attracted, like how Mm -hmm. someone can attract them. Mm -hmm. And and we'll be like, no, that would never work on me. You know, a lot of women will say that like, no, these moves wouldn't work. And like a guy might say that like he did. And the thing is, the thing that I, I try to teach on this podcast and my videos is a lot of this isn't really by choice. Like you don't just like, you don't you're not really rational when you're in this um, attraction phase and when you're dating. You're not thinking like, oh, yeah. look, he swung his other arm around. <laughs> this is great. I'm attracted to this person. It doesn't flow like that, right? I know, It's all yeah. subliminal and we don't know what's really happening. It mm-hmm. just kind of is happening. So anyways, my, my long-winded point is even though we might say that it, it won't work on us, mm-hmm. it's still... Probably will because it's just (laughs) like primal and it's just science, and like that's just how things work. So
1: I know, and he didn't, he'd actually forgotten that a couple of things that I'd mentioned on that video he had done. To me, not in a, not in a mean way, but like just probably not even realizing that he was doing it and it did work. So I was just kind of like, nice. I was like, yeah, okay. I get you. But yeah, it kind of does work. Yeah. And then all my other friends who said, oh, I've never tried that before on a girl. I'm I'm going to give it a shot. They actually ended up getting dates because of it, which I thought was hilarious. No way. Yeah. Especially my one friend, I'm not going to say his name, but um, he came to me and when I told him I was doing this video, he was like, oh God. I I can't imagine this one being uh being very successful. I was like, why not? And he was like, oh, because you can be a little bit harsh. And I was like, well, let's just you know let's just see. And then he saw it and he was like, oh, I've never tried that before. Should I try it? I was like, well, you're not having much luck the other direction. So give it a shot. Right. And now he's dating this chick. Oh my so, god. So I know. So watch the video, everyone. It's good.
0: I wonder if he took the advice. Um... You want to be, a, what, what's the famous oh, line?
1: You want to be a little bit of a dick. Not too not, much. Not too much of a dick. Just but a little bit. Just a little, little know, bit of a dick. Just to kind of let her know that, you know, you have another life and you're very independent. you got other things going on. You know, it's kind of a little bit dicky. But um, but still, sure. still polite, you know. Mm-hmm. You always got to stay polite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Francoise you know one of the things i was thinking about in terms of having you on was really kind of digging into what you know what your dating life is like so we can kind of dissect it here uh for the guys who are listening so they can really understand again more about how to talk to girls and more about attraction so mm-hmm. you know we've talked in the past and you've told me some very very interesting stories Of all different kinds of men who hit on you and who like you. And it's, you're kind of like, you ever see that movie, um, There's Something About Mary?
1: Yes. (laughs) Okay.
0: So for those children out there who don't know that movie that came out in the late 90s, um, it's about this girl named Mary and everyone's in love with her. Like every single person, every guy she comes across, every single, even like the old guys, the the handicapped guys, like everyone uh, loves her. And I think that it's kind of, that's kind of the life you're living. There's something about Francoise, right? Every guy tends to fall in love with you or like you. Um, you've had, you've had guys who have been, and this is like, I, I find this actually sad. You know, you've had guys who have been your friends for a long time and then they just confess their love to you like out of nowhere. And it was like kind of heartbreaking. I was like, ah, oh, that sucks. Cause I know you're like, well, I didn't want to lose a friend and yeah. all these things. And And I know guys are like, oh, well, you know, whatever, it's bullshit. Like, come on, like, why would you be so upset? You know, guys, you know, fall over her. It's like, well, you know what? You really put yourself in that position. You know, it's like you don't really know who's treating you the way you want to be treated. You don't know if they're in it for friendship or if they like you, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, let's not go dark. Uh, But the the point is, is that, I, you know, you tell me these stories, I see this, and I'm thinking, okay, so Francoise can, you know, I mean – she can almost have any guy she wants. And there's a lot of women out there that can do that, you know, that can just like snap at the finger, can have a guy. Um, Not that necessarily the guy would be great, but, you know, you can can have them. And so what I want to ask you today and, and understand from you is with so many options, with so many guys, you know, falling all over you, and some of these guys also who are very rich, like you could just, like this girl can just Really, just oh, you know, be with the rich guy and never have to work a day in her life again. Like, imagine that, right? She can, she can have that, and she doesn't, which I respect, by the way. Um, what would make you actually want to be with one of these guys who are just always um, texting you, hitting on you, and all that? Like, what makes it? What, what kind of guy stands out to you? Where you, you know, out of all the guys, you have such a big choice. How does someone like you pick?
1: <clears throat> you know, Trip. They could be millionaires, billionaires, really good looking, famous, um, whatever they could be in any industry, they could have whatever they have. And to be really honest, it makes absolutely no difference to how I feel about them. So, you know, without sounding big headed, and he did say to me before the video, you know, I am going to say some stuff and don't feel like you being pretentious or whatever. Cause you, you know, me now that I'm not, but the reality is that I, I have lost a lot of guy friends because they've, either taken a long time to confess how they feel about me or um, I feel slightly betrayed by the fact that I became very close to someone who had intentions that were different, um, you know, to what I expected the whole time. So it can be quite lonely and it can suck sometimes. um, But you're asking me what makes me choose the guy out of all the guys is honestly, it's not a trait. It's not anything that anyone has specifically that I would gravitate towards. It's mainly how I feel about them. And you can't change the laws of attraction. You can't change how you feel about a person. It's that one thing that's inexplicable and can't be defined And, you know, is rare for you and whatever makes you tick, it's whatever is in that person that you see that you want. And that is has absolutely nothing to do with wealth or fame or, you know, career or anything like that. Um, Sure, those things can come into play as you get to know the person and, um, you know, a great career adds to the attraction, wealth adds to attraction just because it means the person was successful in what they do and that in itself is attractive. But mainly it's that special spark in someone that you're gravitating towards, you know, subconsciously, you don't even really realize it's happening until you you're actually in it with the person. And then when you realize that they like you back, that's when a relationship starts. So for me, it's, it really is nothing to do with having this line of guys and going through them and going, Hmm, right. Which one has that, which one can make me laugh the most, which one takes me to the nicest places, which one buys me the nicest stuff. Like some of my ex-boyfriends, people have been very confused as to why I would even go there. Like, for whatever reason. Um, go where? Go like go with some of my ex-boyfriends. You know, my friends have been like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you can get so much better than that. Um. But why, would it,
0: they, why would they? they say like, what? What about that guy? Where they're like, what? The, like, who well,
1: is this guy? Well, well, I mean, ugh, one of them wasn't particularly very good looking. Um. You know what that he was to me beauties in the eye of the beholder he was to me but he wasn't to my friends um another guy was slightly older than me um didn't particularly treat me very nicely um but again that was obviously partly my fault for not walking away sooner Um, but it was a feeling that I had for the person at the time. And then when you get in a relationship with someone, you kind of so deep in the feelings for that person that when they start treating you badly, it's hard to rip yourself out of it. That's why people get stuck in ruts.
0: Yeah. And you kind of don't see it. It's, it's, it's yeah, you don't
1: see it. And then when you get some distance away from it and you look back and you think, wow, that person was actually evil and you, but you learn and you'll never go back. You'll never put up with the same kind of stuff again. And you know, it's good. It's all learning but the people that I've been with in the past, you know, a lot of my friends think I'm crazy. They don't see what I see. And that's the whole point of this. Um, the person that I'm attracted to right now, for instance, you know, he takes every box for me for what I like. Um, he's a lovely person. Um, you know, he makes me laugh. I have a nice time with him. We just gel, you know what I mean? It's about just gelling with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, he ticks every other box, you know, he's, he's done great in his career. He's a very successful person, but he's just a lovely person and he makes me happy. And that's the most important thing for me is who can make me happy rather than who can buy me the most stuff, who can take me. I mean, I do get offered that, you know, a lot from guys that I meet and stuff, but it doesn't mean anything. Uh, Some, I'm sure there are some girls out there who would love all that stuff and, you know, relish being flown all over the place and, bought stuff but for me it's never been like that from being young you know from starting dating at like 17 yeah I've always gone out with the person who my friends have been like huh you've got that guy over there who's like a millionaire drives a bugatti and wants to take you to freaking Rome for a weekend and then you're going out with this nerd I've always been that girl no one's ever really understand understood my taste and sometimes I don't have great taste, but it's just more of a feeling that you get for that person. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how much someone tries to woo me or make me laugh or learn what I like. And, you know, it, it's it's an attraction thing and you can't fake that. You well, know?
0: Let's talk about this for a second. I mean, you know, I'm just thinking right now, you're talking about, you know, these guys who, and, and if you don't, you who's listening, if you don't know about this, this is something that is extremely real there are men out there who are you know very rich or whatever have a lot of money to spend and they will 100% use it to get women and I don't mean prostitutes I mean they will buy women crazy things I don't even mean like a watch I mean like like houses cars like crazy stuff and they'll use that as a means of getting women to you know whatever be with them have sex with them like them and um and so I sit here listening to all this and I'm like I even question right there they're all you're not one of these girls but there are girls out there right who who do um you know go with guys because they're rich and yes you know being rich it's uh it does it's a symbol of other things right being passionate about your career and successful Mm -hmm. and all those great things which is good but also you know I question that those women are even really attracted to those men. Like, yeah, they are, mm-hmm. but are they more attracted to the money
1: or attracted
0: yeah. to them? So it's like these guys—they'll
1: never know. They'll, they'll never, they'll know,
0: never know, and and the, and they're not, and they're not. I mean, I don't know. Every every guy is different. I would never want. I mean, I would never want a woman to be with me. Um, for any other reason than that she loves me or she likes me Mm -hmm. you know what I mean not any other reason I would want her to be with me if I was if I was you know if all of a sudden I went broke you know whatever it is it's like Mm -hmm. I I want a woman to like me for me and so I don't feel like a lot of these women actually even like those types of guys so it's like what are they really getting out of that sex sure I guess for a little bit but then what You know what I'm saying?
1: You see, a lot of these wealthy guys, though, they are slightly in denial. This is the problem. Because they're so wealthy, they live in their own bubble. They don't particularly have rules. Um, They think they can do, say, act however the way they want to. So when they meet someone who they want and that's it, they have their eye on them and they start treating them like a business opportunity. They start treating them like, a, you know, they need to start investing in them like they would a business. They need to start, you know, almost writing up contracts and clauses and figuring out all this stuff of how to get this woman to um you know, react the way a good business working would, if that makes sense. yeah. Like it's about injecting money. It's about, um, you know, making sure that everything's working correctly and all that kind of stuff. That's how some of these men treat women. So they but they kind of trick themselves into this denial stage where they're like, okay, now I'm dating her. Oh, we've started kissing. Oh, I'm making out. Oh, now she's calling me first. She's texting me first. Then they start living in this, this world that isn't really happening the way they think it is what's happening is is this woman is realizing that she's getting a car she's getting money she's getting gifts she's getting flown everywhere she's starting to enjoy the lifestyle so he then becomes her her life source you know so she needs to keep going back for more she needs to keep pumping her you know personality her everything into this relationship with the person to get more back off him but he misconstrues that as love as affection as she wants to be with him all that kind of stuff but it's not a genuine like
0: yeah and i'd have to say that i mean i don't have real stats on this but probably 80 to 90 percent of those types of relationships end up in some sort of divorce or breakup or something like that like i feel like something like that only lasts so long till um till both people see past the money and the wealth and see hmm. each other's true colors. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know, maybe the guy ends it, maybe the girl ends it, whatever it is, but it just doesn't last that long, you know?
1: Yeah, but also when feelings aren't genuine, it 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 comes to light anyway. It's gonna come to light regardless of whatever the situation is between the two people because you can only kind of fake it for so long. And, you know, when you kind of, I mean, men in the past have tried to force me into relationships with them, forced me to try and like them. Oh, but I'm doing this for you. Oh, but I'm doing that for you. And, you know, starting to use their favors against me. Meanwhile, me being completely naive and truly believing that they're friends with me and, you know, I would do things back for them. And I thought it was like a mutual respect that we had between each other, not realizing the entire time that they were after more you know, that's, that's what can be lonely about being in this situation is you really think that you're building a bond with somebody. And I don't mean like a sexual bond. I mean, like a friendship bond with another human. Okay. It's a different gender, but you really believe that, you know, that you can trust this person and the entire time they have other things on their mind that, that can be quite sad. That's happened to me actually very recently with a couple of very close um, male friends that I've ended up, I mean, I've lost them now. I've known them for a long time. Yeah. And it's taken them close on 10 years to tell me how they feel about me. And they've had relationships during that time. They've had children during that time. Um, You know, the, I would never in a million years have thought that they wanted to spend their lives with me. They've just never had the confidence to do it. And in a sense, that can be quite sad for them, too. I guess it's sad for both parties. It's sad for them. And it is sad for me. It is. Yeah. Um, but in the end nobody wins you know neither of us win I've never been attracted to this person in that way I've just genuinely you know appreciated their friendship and he doesn't win because he doesn't get to have me and he's wasted all of this time building a trust with someone who now doesn't trust them because I obviously realize the entire time it's been for other reasons um and you know he's not getting anywhere and that. It's also, sad, you know it's just sad for both parties, really,
0: yeah, and he's I mean at that point, after years of friendship, he's deep deep in the friend zone, yeah, you know, deep. so there's just no way you could see that person, yeah, on a sexual level, I mean, maybe, but it's just like so, so tough, and you know it's like one of the reasons why I do what I do and why I have this podcast and why I have the youtube channel and, and and trip advice and all that is is really to try to prevent that. Like I'm trying to prevent um, what, that thing that happens with you. These guys who come out, you know, like just saying like, "Oh, I love you." Da, 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 da. It's like they can't. They're at their breaking point, Yeah. right? And it's like it's it's sad and like and it's pathetic. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that to you know diss the guy. I get it. You know, I mm-hmm. I understand what's happening. It's just they, they had this fear, and they were never a- able to tell you from the beginning their feelings, and they didn't, they don't understand attraction, they don't understand how to get a girl, you know. So what do they do? They, they're just like, oh well, you know, I'll become friends with them, and, and then after that, you know, like maybe she'll like like me, and they don't want to risk. Right, the fear comes from like risking rejections, like oh well, if I like, you know, flirt with her. Uh, or if I tell her I like her, then she might never want to talk to me again. I, I can't do that. I need to talk to her. I, I'd rather just be her friend than anything, right?
1: Yeah, that's what a guy has to learn. I mean, you, and it sounds awful, but like you have to learn this as a guy, especially when you're growing up and you're in the teenage years because that's, that's your platform for the rest of your life. You have to start figuring out that if a girl isn't interested in you, if not at the beginning or, say, at the very, very early stages of your friendship, it's probably not going to happen. Like, sure, there's the odd case out there in the world where, you know, you've been friends for years and then all of a sudden you hook up. But that's pretty unlikely and you end up risking pissing the girl off in the end, because she feels like I feel sometimes, which is just kind of betrayed and just a little bit sick. Cause you've, you know, you've, you've talked closely with someone intimate stuff about your life and your family not you've, you know, yeah, you and it's put, been a lie. Yeah. It's been a lie. You've put trust in the person when really, you know, they're going home and fondling themselves over you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's kind of a little bit unfair to the girl and obviously unfair to them too. But what I'm saying is, is if you learn that as a guy straight up young, like young, or even if you're learning it now, like learn it as soon as possible. You can't make a girl like you by buying her stuff, by taking her places, by being this shoulder to cry on. All you're doing is you are digging yourself into the friend zone. And once you're in the friend zone, dude, there's really no going back. Like I said, it's very rare. I'm preaching it kid. It's very rare. And you know, it's uncomfortable for everyone and you're just going to make you just going to make trouble you know it's just the friend zone is you know as sad as it is for you guys it's also trouble for the girls cuz it's it's not very pleasant it's you know kind of it's probably part of the reason why Women say, Oh, you know, we hate men. Oh, men are bastards. Men are this, men are that. Because there's a lot of insincerity with men, especially when it comes to friendships. And if you want the girl, make it clear. And you're going to have to put yourselves out there at some point. Because if she's not interested, all you're going to do is prolong the agony. So get it over with.
0: So let me ask you this then. At this point, and again, feel free to be really honest here. At this point, when you do make a friend that's a guy or there's a coworker, is involved in your life, that's a man mm-hmm. and he's being friendly to you. Are you at the point now where you're pretty much just like assuming because it's happened so much that the guy likes you or are you still – because I can see a lot of people listening right now and being like – well, um, Francoise, why don't you just like assume that they like you and like stop being like thinking like, Oh, well, you know, maybe they are just being a friend, like, you know, let's get real. So, I mean, yeah. wh- what do you think about that? I mean, um, there's,
1: there's two things. So half of me is still naive to it. If I'm being really honest, I mean, I'm still quite young. I'm 26. Uh, okay. I'm not like a spring chicken, but I am still young. So half of me's naive. The other half of me wants to give them the benefit of the doubt because despite you know the show that i do which is uh, i don't know if you've told your followers i feel do, free um, to plug feel free yeah to plug. i do a show on channel six dish network called battle cam starts at 10 p.m every night um and
0: battlecam.com battlecam.com you,
1: uh, com, yes can't watch it on tv um, so yeah, I 10 do PM that sh-
0: PST or yeah,
1: PST. yeah, it's PST. Um, so yeah, I do, I do, I do this show, which is a little bit crazy, which you will see.
0: Crazy um, is an understatement. This show is insane. You have <laughs> to watch it. It is wild. People are injecting hot sauce needles into their face. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it just, you know, she's got a coworker that just goes off. Like everyone's trolling <laughs> each other. It's yeah. just like crazy fest of people calling in, and they're videoing on the internet, and they're like tweeting in a live chat, and there's guests. It's just insane. Okay, yeah, just we are,
1: yeah, you're a massive fan now, Trip. <laughs> I got you in on it. You, you, well, you've been a guest. You were one of my first yeah, guests. Yeah, I was on the one, show.
0: was one of the first guests, and it sucks. It like, can I like tell them to? Is there anywhere for them to watch that? Like, where does...
1: Oh, you can... Yeah, you can watch clips online if you go to battlecam.com, and you can just search my name, and it should pop up. Okay. Our interview should pop up.
0: Okay, check it out. I get called, uh, Justin Bieber's dad. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I just get trolled It's pretty... It, it was fun. Uh, but yeah, it's an insane show. Anyway, continue. Yeah,
1: um, so anyway, uh, I can't remember the point I was making, because now I'm all battlecam in my head. Um... So no, so half of me is naive still, and then the other half of me wants to give people the benefit of the doubt because, you know, despite I was saying the show that I do, which is a lot of trolling, a lot of back chat, very cheeky, you know, there's a lot of kind of mini fun sort of fights, not fights, but like, you know, a little bit of arguing. Um, I do actually really like people. I do like people people I do like I'm very open to making new friends you know I've moved across the country by myself um so I'm not exactly the shyest person in the world um so I am open to making new friends and I am a bit of a tomboy you know I I was the girl at school that would rather build cars with the boys than you know put makeup on with the girls I was the girl who would go play outside and fricking run around for hours getting dirty and stuff and go home covered in mud. Like that was me, you know, I'm like a bit of a tomboy at heart. So I've never really been a girly girl. Plus, you know, the whole nails thing. I don't do any of that crap. Like I paint and draw and stuff like that. I've, I have that edge to me. So I do get on with men really well. Um, and what I realized as I got older was unfortunately a lot of those interactions weren't exactly genuine from the guys you know stance um so that was that kind of sucked cuz i was completely you know naive to the fact that i just wanted to be friends with some dudes cuz like i got on with them and you know i could have a laugh and i'm pretty easygoing i want to say um and i do get on with girls like my best friend in the world is a girl and she's like my like soul sister and all that crap um but i do get on with guys too So for me, I go into these friendships completely naive, completely open to the fact that I just want to be friends with this person. But unfortunately, because I'm friendly, because I'm outgoing, and probably because of the way that I look, they get the wrong impression and they think, ah, maybe I'll have a go with this one. Maybe I I have a chance.
0: Also because, and this this might seem uh, contradictory in a way, but you also have that kind of tomboy thing inside of you. So... So that means that you can connect faster to men and men are like, they feel, what that does is I think that makes men feel more comfortable around you because you can kind of be one of the guys. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, this girl's like pretty and like, I'm comfortable around her. Ah, I like her, you know? Yeah. So that, that, that that tends to happen pretty fast.
1: Yeah. And it, it, the comfort thing is nice for me too, because I want people to be comfortable around me and, but before people meet me, everyone always has this misconception that i'm gonna be a bit of a bitch stuck up um loving myself you know overly groomed and like you know thinking i'm something that i'm not i'm really not like that i never have been i never will be um i'm just a normal chick um who likes to have fun has a potty mouth um like people on the show call me sailor mouth like I'm just kind of fun and I just like being around people. You know, I don't like to be on my own and, you know, sit sad and stuff. I'd rather be out with, you know, people having fun. And a lot of my fun I have with guys because I just get on with them and I do make them feel comfortable. And it's just unfortunate that that transcends into some kind of, you know, green flag for them to attempt a relationship with me. Like for instance, I'll be really good friends with a guy and I don't drink. So I'll be out with, you know, a guy and he'll be drinking and obviously I won't be. So he gets more confidence the more he drinks and I'm kind of starting to see a different side of sure, it. Yeah. And ah, this isn't good. I can sense this is going somewhere that I'm not comfortable with. And this is, you know, guys that I've been friends with for a while and, but I kind of tend to avoid to be in situations where People are drinking just because I don't drink and it's just it can be dangerous sometimes. So I just sort of stay away from it in general. Um, so you know, sometimes there's been occasions when I've been out with a guy friend and he's had a little bit too much to drink, and then all this stuff blurts out.
0: Oh my god. You
1: know, in either a nice way or in quite a passive-aggressive way, or he literally lunges and tries something, and I'm like Whoa, for me, it's completely out of the blue. I don't feel like I've led them on. I don't feel like I've given them any signals that that's what I'm, you know, interested in doing. Um, In fact, I know I haven't definitely not. Um, So their version of me leading them on and their signal of the green light to have a go on me is the fact that I was nice to them. The fact that I had fun with them, the fact that I talked to them, the fact that I opened up to them, the fact that I, you know, gave them a hug one time when I saw them, that's all, you know, for them, that's all green lights to, to, you know, try it on with me. And unfortunately it really isn't. And that's something that the guy has to kind of learn also is that there are other women like me out there who are just friendly and just want to be friends with you. And if you don't want that, if you don't want a friendship, don't forge one you know,
0: don't
1: fake it because it it won't work out. And all that will happen is you'll hurt yourself more because you'll get deeper and deeper and deeper with feelings for the person, for the girl. She doesn't reciprocate them and both parties end up hurt.
0: Right, and I'll say this too. I mean, some of the things that you're saying are signs that a girl might like you, right? Some of the things that you're doing. And I'm not blaming you for that, But those are just some of the signs, you know, when a girl might be touching you like playfully or laughing at your jokes or smiling or texting you or whatever it is or being comfortable around you. Those might be signs. But what I say to the guy is, well, if those are signs that you're looking for and you like this girl, then then you make a move right away. Yeah, (laughs) don't do it. Two years later, don't do it like uh, two months later. Don't wait for the moment at the bar when you're like, you finally get that courage because you're drunk and then by that time you're in the friend zone. Like if you're seeing some sparks, and again, she might not. This is always the risk that you as the guy and the girl have to really take. But if you see the sparks and and you like the person, then go for it, Mm -hmm. you know? And the thing is, is I, I think, and again, you can totally tell me if I'm wrong here, but I think some of these guys that became your friends feel like maybe not all of them, but maybe a percentage of these guys, if they started to flirt back with you and treated it more, um, like attraction than a friendship from the very beginning, you might've dated some of these guys. Yes or no?
1: Hmm. I want, I'm going to, I'm going to say maybe. Maybe. Because like I said, it really wouldn't have mattered what they'd done to try and woo me in whatever way. It's it's just that little spark in my head that I feel for the person, you know, like it's just that little bit of quirk that makes me attracted to someone. So I couldn't say for definite, but you know, maybe, I don't know. I don't think the way someone treats me would make me like them anymore or be attracted to them. I think it's just something that's in them that I can see that I'm attracted to, if that yeah, makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, it does. And I'm I'm actually glad we, we came back to this because I wanted to touch upon this because this is kind of what we were talking about in the beginning, right? You were, t- you were saying earlier, um, and I've been kind of toying with this idea lately. I haven't made a video on it yet. I kind of want to make a video on this. I'm just not sure exactly what it's going to say. But there's this like X factor, yeah. you know, I, I call the I, What I mean by the X factor is like chemistry,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? There's like, you know, you can, you can, you can watch all my videos. You can listen to all the podcasts. But sometimes, with another person, there's this spark there, yeah, and, and it's unexplainable. Like yeah. you don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's attraction, but uh, but you don't know kind of why it's there. Yeah, and it can happen between two people, and it can even happen between two people who aren't even necessarily physically attracted to each other, or maybe they're like totally different ages. I mean, it can happen to anyone at any time is, is my point.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's even happened to me in the street before where I've been walking along the street with my little dog spider, just walking around, and a guy has walked past me, and the two of us have looked at each other in a certain way, that meant that we both were attracted to each other without even speaking. And it wasn't even a, oh, well, she's hot and he's hot. He might not have even been that, you know, physically attractive. But there was something there that made us both at the same time look at each other. And then as we're walking away from each other, actually turn around to have a second look. It's that. That's the X factor. It's that unspoken glance, that unspoken little spark that, you just feel, you could feel there's something there between you and that person. Yeah, And that's every single time I've been in a relationship, every single time without fail, it's been that spark. It hasn't been what they've done for a living. It hasn't been what they look like. It hasn't been how much money they've got. It hasn't been how famous they are. It's been that little special something that I've never been able to explain to anyone. And that's, you know, effectively what made me get into a relationship with them
0: but you you kind of have been able to explain it a little bit and that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying my best right now to tap into yeah so so the guys can kind of you know we're listening can can learn from it on some level you know like there's there's like you said something about like the quirk like they're a little bit quirky they're a little bit weird a little bit different
1: but i don't think that's something that you can learn trip i think that's just in you, that's your chemistry. That's who you are, and I do believe that there oh, yeah, is someone no, out yeah, there for everyone. It. Yeah, you know, and I don't think that you can learn how to do it either. I think it's just learning how to recognize when it happens, rather than learning how to get that X factor and how to get that spark and how to show that person that you're attracted to them. It's more recognizing that when the spark happens, that you swoop in at the correct time so that you don't get friend zoned.
0: Well, exactly. I mean, that is a lesson because you can't learn how to be that because that isn't you yeah it's like you can't just tap into that by being it you have to tap into it by understanding oh that yeah exactly what you said it's there yeah i recognize it you know or even understanding you know you might as a guy might be like you might feel it for a girl and then you might try to figure out on your own you know what it is and then when you recognize that you can understand what kind of woman you want in your life and that's kind of like I I don't know, maybe more advanced stuff when you're really trying to settle down and and find somebody. But um, But
1: also what you said earlier in terms of, um, you know, looking for these signs that the girl is interested. How about for a second putting, you know, these signs, inverted commas, to one side and listening to the words? Because more times out of not, the girl is going to be saying things rather than doing things, touching and flirting and what you, you know, texting and what you think is the, is the girl showing you, um you know, that she's attracted to you in in that kind of way, why not rather just listen to what she's saying and you speak, don't wait around to see if you can see these particular signs, speak, speak up, you know, get it done earlier, sooner rather than later and actually say how you feel and It will not freak a girl out. It really doesn't. Remember, we are the fair sex. We like that kind of stuff. Not too much of it. I mean, we don't want no sissy, but we don't want to be in a position either where we're not sure if you like us and, you know, in that limbo state, which because it really sucks. So it's important that you speak up nice and early rather than just waiting around because you will be friend zoned and someone else is going to swoop in who, you know, has more confidence than you and, you know, they'll have the spark. You can have the spark with many people, you know, that spark isn't particularly rare i mean i've had it with with quite a few people in my life not loads but a few some sometimes stuff's happened because of it sometimes stuff hasn't like the guy in the street that i saw you know a few days ago just walked straight past him neither of us did anything about it but it was just that little something that was like oh you know you can literally just meet someone off the street and have that spark you know it's not it's not one in a million it does happen there is someone out there for everybody And it's just about kind of time saving for yourself in terms of not wasting it on someone who doesn't feel the same way for you back.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, when I say look for the signs too, it's like the signs happen pretty quickly. I don't mean wait two weeks to like get those signs, but you're going to see those signs. But you know what? You're right. I mean, you gotta, even if you don't, Even if you don't see, let's say you don't even see a single sign, but you still feel this attraction for someone, you know, whoever Mm -hmm. it is, then yeah, you you should, here's the cool part about it. I'm under the belief that even if you don't see any signs and you like someone and you show them, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to show them. That I'm interested in them. I'm going to be the one to give the signs now. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to wait for signs. I'm going to be the one to give the signs. That alone can actually spark attraction. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like, there's something there when like someone likes you, you kind of like them back almost automatically. Sometimes very, very, very little. Yeah. Or, um, or a ton, you know what I mean? And that's Mm -hmm. kind of something you want to test out, you know what I mean? So test that out. That's why I teach guys how to flirt, flirt, do it, see how she responds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that alone can, can put them in the mindset like, whoa, this guy is flirting with me. And then it makes them kind of have to make a decision on the spot like, oh, like, and again, this is not rational. They're not thinking like the way I'm saying it, they're not thinking but it's kind of happening very quickly. Like, oh, I, I think this guy's hitting on me. Mm-hmm. Do I like him? Do I not mm-hmm. like him? I think I might. Let me flirt back. Let me try it out. Let me see what happens. And then that's kind of the mating dance, you know, of of two people. So, so yeah, you're right. I mean, you just got to throw it out there and and see what happens.
1: Yeah, and sometimes that can obviously be disappointing for the guy when he starts to give the signs back, you know, when he starts to flirt. Because when that happens to me, if I don't feel the same way, that's usually my cue to back off. That's when I get – obviously, once I get a real sign, that's when my – texting will stop. My, you know, the way I engage with the person will stop the way that the things that I tell the person will stop, you know, like that's also a sign to look out for that once you've started flirting with the girl, if she then changes her behavior towards you, that's a pretty clear sign that it's yes. going to happen.
0: Yes, exactly. And the thing is, is I, I think that that is awesome. Like I, I've, it takes a long time to kind of get rid of that ego and in and, and, and terms of like, you know, being all happy and validated and people like you, but yeah. when you can get to the point where you're like, oh great, like now I know for sure that she's not interested. That's a great thing. A lot of guys will be like, oh, this sucks. I, I'm rejected. I'm a shitty person. I see it as an amazing thing. Great. No longer in limbo. You know that she's not interested. You mm-hmm. you did what you needed to do and mm-hmm. now you move on and find someone else who might be more compatible. You know, yeah. it's, it's great.
1: It's also needing the, the mindset of abundance though. Right.
0: Yes. Exactly.
1: You need to be in a position. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm preaching. You need to be in a position in your head where you think, okay, so she's not interested, but how many other vaginas are there out there? You know.
0: Yeah. There's
1: a lot. lot. And. And now uh, one
0: more because of Bruce Jenner. You know, there's just every day. (laughs)
1: Boy. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, there's there's tons of VJJ out there, and it's just a matter of finding the correct VJJ for you you know? And if you don't find the person straight away, that's fine. You have time. Even if you're 40, you've got time. You know, there's never, there is never a cutoff point for finding the correct person. The worst thing is settling down with someone who you don't want to be with. That's the worst. So I'd rather be single and still looking for that special person than spending a lifetime with someone who you're going to regret being with, you know?
0: For twenty six, you're a wise woman. I'll tell you that.
1: I know, kid. I know. It's it's a burden. It's a burden to carry on these shoulders.
0: <laughs> Those broad shoulders. That's <laughs> these
1: right. broad shoulders. Yeah. Um, cool. No, it's. I mean, it's. Life's hard, you know, and finding someone that you really want to be with it's tough. It's not easy. Yeah. And when you find them, you then have a whole new set of problems, i.e. how to keep them, how to get on with them, you know, how to make things work with them and hopefully how to solidify a relationship with them, like getting married and having kids that comes with a whole new set of crap. But it's just about enjoying the ride. You know, you got to enjoy the ride. Don't waste your time on someone who doesn't feel the same way about you. And don't Hurt somebody else for your own selfishness. Don't be friends with someone just because you want to be close to them because you want to fake a friendship and you want to find stuff out about their personal life. You want to be, it's a little bit creepy, you know, you want to be around their apartment and see their stuff. What do you want to smell their pants? You know, like, what's the deal, bro? Like, you know, it's, it's kind of uncomfortable for the girl too. You know, you gotta, you gotta set some restraints for yourself. Don't waste each other's time. You know,
0: I do. I do.
1: You feeling me, kid?
0: feel ya. Good. It's good stuff there. I mean, if you're listening and you're still listening, I hope that you learned a few things today. I mean, what we really did here is we we dove deep into the other end of the friend zone. I mean, I think that's kind of what this call, you know, was really about is seeing what it's like for a woman to friend zone a guy, why it happens, um you know explaining and understanding that it can really it can affect other people and your actions affect other people and and at the end of the day I think just to wrap this up it's really about not being selfish and I think a lot of a lot of people will do that and and it's tough because I mean come on let's be honest who do we care about the most in this life ourself because it's us right Mm -hmm. so it's it's a difficult balance but you gotta remember that every action you take in life literally every move Um, when it comes to any, any sort of relationship, anything, friendship, whatever it is, you have the power to affect other people and it's, and it's very powerful. So you have to be very careful with that power.
1: That's very true.
0: You know what I mean? So Francois, thank you so much for doing this and being, uh, just really candid and, and honest with us because I think it's cool to to just have a woman on here and hear you know her point of view from things so thanks for doing this I appreciate it
1: you're very welcome Trip.
0: and again I, I said this earlier when I first started the episode but if you want to see more Francoise you can check her out on Twitter and Instagram I'm going to put it in the description it's at Francoise Booth, right? F-R-A-N-C-O-I-S-E-B-O-U-F
1: U-F. So Duke. check
0: her out. This and check
1: a, out Battlecam.
0: And <laughs> Battlecam dot com every night 10 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, bring your uh your garbage can next to you, yeah, you, you might, you, bring might your bucket. <laughs> you might even cry. I don't even know. You're going to be shocked. You you're, you will need to see a many a therapist after watching Definitely. five minutes of this crazy show. Oh, people yeah, people are going to be, be lining laughing. up now. This is, I just really built it up here. I
1: know, but you guys will be laughing. I mean, you might need some counseling the next day. I wake up daily with post-traumatic stress disorder, but it's worth it, you know, for the fun in those two hours.
0: I don't know if you have as much PS, PS what is PS, PTSD. PTSD as <laughs> the as the viewers but uh
1: <laughs> but sure
0: at least they are getting paid to do it you know what i mean yeah
1: well i hope i've helped some of you guys out there and you know just don't don't assume that you know hot chicks are, are mean and and distant and horrible and all that kind of crap yeah
0: they're approachable that's another really good lesson they're super approachable yeah it's totally cool they're, they're human beings just like you come on
1: yeah exactly come on it'd be fun
0: Awesome. It'll be fun. Francoise, thanks again.
1: Thanks,
0: Trip. It's been How to Talk to Girls. We'll see you next time. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com.